0: hello um we're back at it again (laughs) with podcast number two this week we were supposed to be looking at different theories um or perspectives um about our disorders um just for reiteration my disorder was separation anxiety um after doing some digging I found that this disorder could be looked at in two different ways Um, some theories uh, or theories excuse me they they, they believe that this is just something that we have to go through until um, we become our own individuals other uh, theories are—it's they're well—they're saying that it's just a behavioral aspect, um, or it's looked in, in as a behavioral aspect. Now, psychoanalytic theories—they um, are the ones that believe that separation anxiety is just—it's just a place in child development. Um, some of them believe that it's. Resulting in an unconscious internal conflict inherited uh, in the the individualization process, excuse me, Um, and our behavioral theories, they suggest that separation anxiety may be conditioned. fears fears that they just you know okay for example floyd he um he puts it in this way (laughs) a mother and a baby so the protecting mother she's the prototype in the situation of anxiety and then he compares it to the fear of the well the fear the baby would have when the mother leaves um for him, the anxiety or it comes from two factors: the physiological fact is initiated at the time of birth, but the primary traumatic situation is the separation from the mother um the theory is the primary situation of anxiety resulting from separation from mother, and it plays a role in comparable to the natural fears now there are pros and cons to both um theories or perspectives for the first one um i believe that it's a very um straightforward theory um, it's very easy to understand, um, but it kind of had some loopholes in it. Um, I mean, for example, although it's very simple, but, but what if the child never obtains, you know, their own individuality? What if they don't ever find themselves will they suffer with this for the rest of their lives does this theory still stand like i i don't know i i like the fact that it was it it was very straightforward but all of the bases are covered in my opinion um now although i say this about the psychoanalytic theory The behavioral theory, um, it's not all good as well. Um, there's, for, for me, um, some, some of these children, they might show an increased separation anxiety resulting of traumatic events that's good and dandy, but others could show increasing of social anxiety uh, i'm I'm sorry separation anxiety um with no traumatic conditionings now the behavioral theories were, were they were saying that it was learned from fears now how would you be able to explain um, if they did not have any traumatic conditionings, well, well, where is this coming from? It's, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I would need more. I can understand, you know, if, if their their result, it's coming from their their fears, their their traumatic conditioning, But if there's nothing there, then what? All in all, I believe if we take certain things from both of the theories and, and put them together, we would have a more fundamentally sound um, theory. Um, because we have to be able to explain what if a child never, you know, grows up or finds themselves or become their own person, how do we still explain this reasonings of separation anxiety uh as well as what if this child is is not truly afraid they don't have their own uh like they didn't have any triggers but they are still suffering from this separation anxiety why so or how so i should say um I believe if we take both of those theories though and put them together then it would it, it would it would be better. Thanks for your time.